everyone. My name is Lou and welcome to my podcast called Anatomy Follows Physiology. Um, we just finished up talking about synovial joints and today we're going to be discussing intervertebral joints uh, which contain invertebral discs and ligaments that allow for vertebral movements. So the articulations between adjacent vertebrae um, form two types of joints, symphyses and synovial. Um, if we remember, if you go back uh, like an episode or two, we did cover all the different three major types of joints. Um, the acronym for that was SAD, um, and I think symphysis and it was a type of symphysis, so that was the type of immovable joint. Um, these types of joints are um, associated with flexion and rotation of the vertebral column. So very little movement actually occurs between adjacent vertebral bodies. And from the axis to the sacrum, uh, the vertebrae are separated and cushioned by pads of fibrocartilage called invertebral discs. Sometimes you might have heard of that, especially if you have known anybody, including yourself, maybe that might have had back pain. And uh, these discs can become damaged. They might bolt or they might become herniated. Um, and that can cause a lot of pain, especially if those impinge on the nerve. Um, so we're going to cover the structure of invertebral joints. Um, each invertebral disc has a tough outer layer of fibrocartilage um, called the annulus fibrosis. And these, uh, call, these um, annulus fibrosis surround the nucleus pulpus, which is a soft, elastic, gelatinous core. Uh, the nucleus pulpus gives the disc resiliency and allows for shock absorption. And the superior and inferior surfaces of the disc are almost completely covered by a thin invertebral plate uh, that's made up of hyaline cartilage and fibrocartilage. The invertebral discs make a significant contribution to a person's height. They actually account for about one quarter of the length of the vertebral column superior to the sacrum. Which is pretty impressive. Uh, who knew that it was actually the discs that help us with our height? At least one con major contributing factor to our height. And as we grow older, the water content of the nucleus pulpus in each disc decreases. Um, that's just a natural effect of aging. The discs kind of get less, um, become less watery. Um, they get thinner, and uh, as of as a result. They gradually become less effective at cushioning and absor absorbing shock and increase your risk of injury. So that water loss will also cause the vertebral column to shorten, uh, which is what accounts for um, a decrease in height as we get older. Uh, there's a lot of strong ligaments um, that, as I explained before, connect bone to bone, in this case the vertebral column. Um, ligaments interconnecting adjacent vertebrae include the following. The ligament fava, flava, um, are paired ligaments that connect the laminae of the adjacent uh, vertebrae. And the posterior longitudinal ligament is a fibrous band that parallels the anterior longitudinal ligament and connects the posterior surfaces of adjacent vertebral bodies. The interspinous ligaments um, are bands of fibrous tissue. These connect the spinous processes of adjacent vertebrae. We have the supraspinous ligament, um, which is a longitudinal fibrous band that attaches the tips of the spinous processes 
from the C7 to the sacrum, your cervical 7 from the sac to the sacrum. The ligamentum nuque, um, which extends from C7 to the base of the skull, um, is continuous with the supraspinous ligament. And lastly, the anterior longitudinal ligament is a wide fibrous band that connects the anterior surfaces of adjacent vertebral bodies. Now we're going to discuss the vertebral movements um, or the at the joints of between vertebrae. So that would include flexion or bending anteriorly, extension or bending posteriorly, lateral flexion, bending laterally like side to side, and rotation. These are all the way that you're able to move the trunk of your body thanks to the rotation of the joints in your vertebrae. And this about sums up the um, discussion of intervertebral joints. Um, next up, we're going to cover the elbow and knee joints, which are both hinge joints, in addition to the uh, hip and shoulder joints, which are both ball and socket joints. So please stay tuned and thank you for listening.